This is Word with Wesley, where we always bring the word. I have two special guests with me here today, two wonderful young ladies here in the building from TSU. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us your classification, whatever you want to tell us about yourself. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Kiki. Well, hey, everybody. I'm Kiki. I'm an intern here at the Wesley Foundation. Hello everyone, I'm Jamie, uh, my major is sociology with a minor in psychology, and I'm a junior. Wonderful, wonderful, and you are running for the Wesley president, Yes, right? I am. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. We have three young ladies that's up. We're going uh, to make this happen here at the retreat, and uh, we're going to get you all to start the campaigning at the retreat. You ready? Yes. Well, let me just say, uh, you have uh, about a great topic up to us today. We are going to be talking about identity in Christ. And my first question for you all is this. What is identity in Christ to you? Um, Really just knowing when I first think of identity in Christ, just knowing who he is. Amen. Amen. So identity of Christ is knowing... Um, what God says I am, like in his word, in the Bible, and why he created me and created us as people. Amen. I, I think all of that is great and wonderful. And like you all said, you all just gave the greatest answer, just kind of knowing who you are in Christ and what God has called us to do as a people on this earth. And let me first of all say thank you all for being a part of Wesley. I believe that even with you, I've been a part of what we do here is adds to your identity in Christ and it also helps you understand identity in Christ. So Miss Jamie, I will say this. What made you come up with this topic? Talk about okay, why you came to say let's talk about identity in Christ. Okay, what made me come up with this topic is because half of the world don't know who they are. Um a lot of people struggle with who they are based on what their past or what people tell them they are and um just society and people don't find who they are and um they find it in the world and people are saying like oh you have to look like this sound like this be like this but not be who god created us to be so when we don't be who god created us to be it puts the expectation acceptance of the world right which uh i'm gonna ask my next question is do you feel like social media uh make people have a, a identity crisis Oh, yeah, that's like the biggest platform um, and the biggest thing that make people um, not find a, who they are in Christ or by themselves, period, um, because social media is like a platform of achievement. No one really posts their down moments. So nah. when we compare ourselves to um, people like that, that means like we're not compare, comparing mm -hmm. ourselves to the truth. Right. It's just a fairy tale. Right. Yeah. What about you, Kiki? Do you feel like social media... Uh, make people have identity crisis um yes well me personally i'm not a big social media person but when i was i was more focused on everybody else's life i wasn't really focused on mine i was just oh oh what's she doing oh, where's she oh she here i want to go there stuff like that <laughs> yeah i i would have to say i agree i think um social media gives people a false sense of identity because you know people put the filters on and they get to look real good through the filters and you mess around and you see people they look like a booger wolf you know what i mean <laughs> but that that social media have them looking you know real snappy you know mm -hmm. and i think 
what we have to do is begin to recognize the real from the fake. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And we cannot compare ourselves to other people. Like, mm -hmm. I, I tell people oftentimes in relationships, period, like, you can't compare your relationship to the next relationship. Mm -hmm. I hate the thing goes on. Um, yes. I hate that. I really do hate that relationship goes. So, like, like people always say, uh, Steve Harvey and his wife relationship goals. So mm -hmm. you telling me a relationship goals is a guy who left his wife for another lady and then another and then this other lady who left her her husband went to jail and she divorced him and got with his brother and then got with Steve, all guys who had money. That's not goals. You got to do your relationships. You 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 have to do your research on relationships. You know what I'm saying? And again, I don't think we should compare our relationships to others. Mm -hmm. We need to find our own identity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And when we talk about identity in Christ, my relationship with God is not like my mother's relationship yeah. with God. The God my mother had, the Jesus my mother knew, the Jesus she was talking about is not my Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yes, the same Jesus, but I look at him in a different way, mm -hmm. in a different view. I look at Jesus like he my homeboy. I tell people that all the time. <laughs> Back in my mama them time, Jesus was that God with the vengeance. Mm -hmm. You better get with him or you going to hell. Like, mm -hmm. for real. And, and you know what? I found out God is love. Yes. I found out that we need to be the love, like my shirt say. I, mm -hmm. I really, I, I, I can't. I got this shirt from St. John's downtown, where mm -hmm. I was the youth pastor for a while. And the one thing I can say about that place was, it gives you an opportunity to find your identity mm -hmm. in Christ. And that's what happens in the church is, they don't give us a time to find. Who we are in Christ. Oftentimes, as soon as you get saved, the pressure is on. You yeah. got to be saved. You got to speak in tongues. You got to do this. I remember that when I was coming up because, and I was like, uh, speaking in tongues, that's kind of spooky. But then when I began <laughs> to realize like what the scripture said about speaking in tongues, it talks about it as being a gift. Yes. And it's not wrapped up in your identity. Mm -hmm. It says that it's a gift from God. And in fact, it also says that it should not be done in public unless you have an interpreter. Mm -hmm. Because nobody understands you. That's a prayer language between you and the Father. Yes. So a lot of times we even base our identity off of this legalistic stuff in the church. Mm -hmm. And that is not what God is saying identity is. He's basically saying, find out who you are. In Christ mm -hmm. through having a relationship yes. with me. And then I want to touch bases on that. Um, the church, I think after I got baptized, like right after I got baptized the same day, um, I, they said they couldn't hear me speaking in tongues, but I couldn't remember it. But according to the church and the church I was going to, everyone who came out of the water spoke in tongues. Me, I didn't have that uh, right there at that moment. So when I told them like, hey, I'm, I'm struggling, like, you know, what's wrong? Like, I don't have the gift of speaking in tongues. Well, not even gift, I didn't say gift, because I didn't know it was a gift at that time. I said, oh, I'm not speaking in tongues, maybe I'm not saved. So they're like, yeah, you don't have the Holy Spirit. But I didn't know the truth of the Holy Spirit is when you confess. Right, that when you, you confess. You know, with your heart and your, your mind. But I didn't know none of that because I didn't know knowledge. So because I didn't know knowledge, I was totally in the place where I was looking at God from their view and not what the Bible said God is. Let, let me help mm -hmm. you out. Man, this is so good. God is so great because he mm -hmm. brings things to your remembrance. Mm -hmm. When Jesus was baptized, mm -hmm. 
the scripture says that the Holy Spirit ascended on him like a dove. Yes. It did not say that he was speaking in tongues yes. when he came out the mm -hmm. water. You know, I'm going to tell you, um, the day of Pentecost is mm -hmm. when they first spoke yes. in tongues. And so this was the Holy Spirit upon people at at, at, the, at, at the same time in one place. Mm -hmm. And they were all on one accord. Mm -hmm. And they were speaking in languages, mm -hmm. other languages yes. not this he coming in the hunter type of thing yes. that people be doing mm -hmm. nowadays yeah. here's the reality if you have tongues if you don't have tongues guess what you still going to heaven if yes. you have confessed that jesus christ is lord yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not even about the works that you do. Mm -hmm. Because when we look at the man that was on the cross on the side of Jesus, mm -hmm. he never spoke in tongues. Yes. He never spoke in tongues. In mm -hmm. fact, all he did was say that I realize Jesus is Lord. Mm -hmm. And Lord, can I enter into paradise mm -hmm. with you? And yeah. he said, today, you will enter into paradise with me. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. This man never went to church. Mm -hmm. He never he never fed the homeless. In fact, he was a criminal. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the great thing about me, I told a man today, I told this man today he was coming over here for Wesley for um, help us with fundraising. Mm -hmm. And I told that man boldly, I said, I'm the preacher for the next generation. I said, you know, a lot of times they don't want to give you a shot. They don't want to give you a spot. They want to keep you in the box. Mm -hmm. I said, but these 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 students, they're not listening to all of this stuff that the old preacher's talking about. Mm -hmm. Not saying that they're not saying good stuff, but it's the way you bring the stuff. And yeah. also, get your education. You know, I'm seeking out education right now. And it's not through traditional means. I'm mm -hmm. going through ministry school yeah. um, with CBI, Christian Bible Institute. And it's just so that I can understand the word more. Mm -hmm. And I've had my own uh, um, teaching of the word, but I want to go deeper. And that's about finding the identity in Christ. And I thought, you know, I had to go and do it like everybody else was doing to go mm -hmm. to this, this particular seminary, this particular. And God is saying to me, even through you all, you know what I'm saying? This mm -hmm. is a blessing to be here with you all. He's saying it doesn't matter mm -hmm. how you get it as long as you get it. You don't have to be like mm -hmm. other people. Yeah. So Kiki. When did you know that you needed to be saved? You know, when did you know? Talk about when you got to college and Wesley being saved and how this helped you because you've been here for a while. So what was it? Because this also helps with identity in Christ. Well, I didn't realize I needed to be saved until after I was saved. My grandma, she's a um, big church person. So I was, she, um, I was baptized with her. So we got baptized at the same time. But like, I say, I say maybe two years ago is when I actually started um, my journey with it. So I'm like, I didn't know nothing about it. I didn't do any research. I was just doing it because grandma said, do it. Wow. <laughs> oh, grandma said, good. you need to be saved. So this that's what good. I did. Um, but I didn't know nothing. I was just like, okay, grandma, whatever. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's really Even though good. I was in church every Sunday with her, I wasn't listening though. I was just sitting there listening to the song, just coloring my little coloring book. All right. 
So so Kiki says she had her grandmother's mm -hmm. religion. Mm -hmm. And that happens a lot because we just take what our parents say and mm -hmm. we roll with it and we mm -hmm. don't do any research. Mm -hmm. Which means that we don't necessarily have a relationship with God yet. Mm -hmm. You know when you have a relationship, when you want to know more about somebody. You When you get your little boyfriend, a little girl, girlfriend or something, guess what happened? Mm -hmm. You get to know them. Mm -hmm. You take the time. You ask questions. You say, you know, what's your phone number? What's your IG? Mm -hmm. You know <laughs> what I mean? You get to know them. That's mm -hmm. what this walk with Christ is about. Mm -hmm. Get it to know who he really is. Get it to know him for yourself. Because mm -hmm. somebody can say something about your boyfriend, and that don't necessarily mean that's what it is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Until you get to know him, you know what I mean? You don't really know him. In fact, somebody could have lied on him. Or it could be true, but that don't mean that he gonna treat you the same way. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of like you gotta get to know God for yourself, just oh, like yeah. you gotta get to know people for yourself, mm -hmm. because you only get half of the story. You don't oh, find yeah. out God is good until He been good to you oh, personally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You hear your mama and them always say, "Oh, God is good all mm -hmm. the time." We say that in the church all the time. Yeah. But until you realize, man, God came through. I had this yeah. bill. And and man, huh. right on time, this man came through. Or you you just meet a man to God or a woman to God, and they just bless your life real quick. You know, not by even doing nothing, but just by being who they are. Mm -hmm. And 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 that happened to me. Just meeting people of God that had a relationship with God and that just were great people. Mm -hmm. um, so I encourage you all to continue on your journey. Um, with the identity in Christ mm -hmm. and when you hear that call um, to answer that call you have anything else you want to say about identity in Christ um, before we end oh, it, actually, oh, let me let question. me let me you have a question no the question you asked Kiki you uh, okay. answer the same thing go ahead yes, I'm, <laughs> sorry. Ready for I'm sorry go ahead go ahead, oh, go it's ahead. Okay. <laughs> so um I was never raised in a church. Um, wow. I didn't know anything about God. Uh, didn't know how to pray. Didn't know about Bible scripture, about the song, nothing about God. And then to like 2015, going to 2016, I had um, a mentor at the time who took me to Wheeler Avenue. And that was the first church I ever went to all of my life. Really? Yeah. Like actually understanding, like I was like a little, a little baby. Wow. And, and I didn't know anything. You know when I was in church, a long, long baby. But um, that's when I when I first went to church. It was like I hearing the pastor, but I didn't understand anything the pastor was saying. Wow. Like I sat there just to sit in church. Like I didn't know understand anything. Like wow. everything was very dark or very like it didn't make sense. Mm. So, but how God met me uh, multiple times because I was going through all this stuff and this you know abuse, neglect, uh, you know sexual assault, molestation, all this stuff that happened in my life. And it's like God was meeting me everywhere I was at. Until it came to a point where like the burdens and everything I was carrying became really hard. Like it was very strong on me. Where I thought about like suicide and it was like a whole bunch of depression and everything. So in that very moment, God met me in my brokenness. Um, it was like, well, I need you to be saved because this and this and that. So I started opening the Bible and all kind of stuff. Started learning things about God. And um, yeah. And I need to be saved because it's generational curses that need to be broken. And I'm the only one at this moment that can do it. And coming from like a mom's side and dad's side of the family, it's like nobody's a Christian. 
Wow. I'm the first Christian. Wow. Uh, so my, my mom's mom, but I don't really know. That's the only person I knew. But looking at my family, it's like nobody else is a Christian. Wow. And it's completely darkness. So, like, the reason why God had got me through all these things is because he wants me to be that first one to break it. So, you know, by breaking generational curses, is more stuff coming my way. And it gets harder and harder. And the devil want to take me out because he knew that I'm the one to actually do it. Wow. Um, you know, so... I just continue to keep doing it and to keep being a Christian and keep being a disciple of God and a believer and stuff like that and doing the work of God because the generation needs me. And I know for my, you know, whenever I have kids and get married and stuff like that, then the generational curse will be already broken. Wow. So my kids don't have to go through it. So, yeah. So, so that's very deep. You mm -hmm. being the first Christian individual. Yeah. Um, so first of all, let me just say you're on the right track. Mm -hmm. um, and the fact that you want to break this generational curse, mm -hmm. um, that's phenomenal. Which is many, it's many curses. Um, drug abuse, um, you know, the way right now I'm working on like what I'm eating and stuff like that to break that because many people died in my family of cancer due to not taking care of their body. Right. And the women on my mom's side of the family all have fibroids. I have fibroids as well. So I'm trying to figure out a way to treat it and not like continue to keep my body in a place while I'm not taking care of the temple. Um, because that's the way the family was. Like they didn't take care of what they were eating. You know, if we from Louisiana, so we eat whatever greasy right, stuff and everything right, exactly. so we eat good so it's just like but i want to be the one to kind of break that because um cancer went went down my family mom's side down to like the very last when my last cousin um she was 24 she's like 30 something now she was she got he had cancer so like i'm like the one right there and i have two other cousins so i'm trying to break it so i don't you know I don't want to have cancer and stuff like that. So I'm going to take care of my body the best You're way I can. So I'm doing it now because I see the pattern in my in the, right. uh, in the way. So it's just breaking it because it's like the devil wants to take me out so many times. He was like, you ain't worth it. You ain't, you know, even when it came down to church trying to take me out of, because people in the church would hurt me. My family, my parents was never in my life like that. I was abused by them or family. I didn't even know family like that or friendships and relationships like it was all became like a big depression on me where it was like i can't live here no more right so the devil is trying to take me out like yeah if you you take yourself out you know you're coming with me right and that's the way he probably was like you coming with me anyway so go ahead and take yourself out and you know this is the the thing i want you to take away from mm -hmm. this god allows you to get connected to the right people yeah and when you get connected to the right people, he'll put you down the right path. Yeah. I really, I really want to say that I want to thank God for allowing me to be here because I see how important it is mm -hmm. to help those yeah. find their identity in Christ. And you can be hearing the call and not know. Mm -hmm. So let me get into this word real quick because okay. we always get in the word with word with Wesley. Mm -hmm. And we're going to come from 1 Samuel chapter 3. And in that chapter, this chapter is, is Samuel trying to find out and recognize his identity mm -hmm. and understand what's going on in his life. It says this, the Lord called to Samuel a third time. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am, you called me. Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, go lie down. And if he calls 
uh, if he calls you, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and laid down in his place. Amen. Oftentimes, we hear the call. Mm-hmm. It, it happens through situations coming in our life, situations trying to draw us closer to God. Mm-hmm. We're trying to figure out what we're supposed to be doing. We're trying to understand what, what's going on. You, you, you ever been in a place where... It seems like all these things are happening in your life and you mm-hmm. just can't get it right. Mm-hmm. That's God getting you prepared for something great. Oh, yeah. He actually wants you to get a deeper relationship with him. The mm-hmm. Lord was calling out to Samuel, trying to get Samuel to get on this path. Because guess what? Samuel was going to be this great prophet. Mm-hmm. And as we go down the line, we realize Samuel becomes this great prophet. But it all started out when he was a little kid, when he was a little boy. I like this scripture because it shows that it doesn't matter how old you are, mm-hmm. you can find your identity in Christ. Yes. And God will reach out to find you mm-hmm. wherever you are at, mm-hmm. whatever you are doing. God will find you and he will call out to you to get you back on the right track. Mm-hmm. And that's when you got that relationship with him, you'll get to know his voice. You'll get to know even when he used people, mm-hmm. when he used the scriptures, you'll be like, okay, God, I hear what you're saying. Or you could be going through and you can have a friend in your life that don't need to be in your life mm-hmm. and they keep doing you wrong. And then you'll be like, Okay, God, I hear what you're saying. Let me do what I need Mm -hmm. to do. See, identity in Christ is wrapped up in the relationship with him. You find out who you are when you really seek it out. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. See, Samuel was seeking it out. Mm -hmm. He thought it was Eli that was calling him. But that's also a good reason why you need a good mentor in your life, too. Because Eli was showing him the way Mm -hmm. in ministry. And then he thought it was Eli calling him, and then Eli snapped. Okay, must be the Lord. Yeah. Go lay back down. If you hear that again, mm-hmm. then say. He gave him instructions, mm-hmm. though. He says, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Mm-hmm. We just got to listen. Oh, yeah. And we will find mm-hmm. our identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. This is Word with Wesley. Tune in next week. Thank y'all for coming.